Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh. All right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we done. We're done. Chocolate. Chocolate? Did somebody say chocolate? I remember when they first invented it. All right, shut your bitch asses up. I always hated it. These motherfuckers don't want to listen to all that. <laughs> what if they do? Yeah. A whole episode dedicated to SpongeBob, but we'll save that for next time. We'll save huh? that for a whole other episode. I could talk forever. There are anymore. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I said you want to intro us in again. All right, homies, welcome back to another episode with the friendos. I'm gonna stop saying the word hiatus because that mean that word has lost its meaning at this point. Yeah, we're so sorry. Because we don't even like I don't know what the fuck we don't is going mean on. it. Like I don't know what this means anymore. We're taking too many damn breaks. I mean, if it's any consolation here, we have recorded this episode, this topic, four times already, and this is number five. <laughs> Hey, fifth time's a charm, you know? That's how they say That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's, what they that's say. an actual saying. But, um, thank God we're back. To be honest, like, I need this conversation. I needed this, you know, want this this one-on-one talk with all with all you guys and including my friends here. I know it's been so long, us three just sitting here and talking to each other. Us three in the same place, too. In the same yes. room, Carlene. Alina is back <laughs> from, the, from the Big Apple, from oh. Jay-Z City. From the state, from Empire City. State of Mind type shit. From R.J. Barrett City. <laughs> from, from Derek Rose's city now. <laughs> hey, what's it? What's his uh nickname? Derek Rose. Pooh, Pooh, Pooh. I forgot that. Forgot that. <laughs> Pooh City. Yes, sir. Pooh City. Ew, stop, please. <laughs> but hey, we're back in all all three together. Back in uh, we're back in the same area. We're in the same basement right now as we're as we're speaking and making this recording. Vader Manor. The Vader Manor. Drinking our Trulies. I hope uh, kills ass. Oh listening. yeah, first episode. <laughs> All right, we had to go Some there. Of our first three listeners. Ashishanko, <laughs> we love you. All right. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, first episode while we're drinking, so this should be a doozy. <laughs> Let's edit that out. <laughs> Cut it. But all right, yeah, for the uh, fifth time, we're recording the same episode again. But actually, before we start. Any updates? We want to talk about updates? Big life updates. What you been up to, Alina? Yeah, Alina, we haven't seen you in so long. We haven't seen your ugly ass in so long. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? What is going on? What's going on? What's popping? Oh. Don't mind me. <laughs> don't mind me just watching. Just waiting for your ass <laughs> to answer the question. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what to say. I'm back from the Big Apple. I've done a lot the past couple months. Like, nice. acquainted myself with the city a little yes, bit. Yes, sir. Yeah, y- y- y'all saw my yeah. pictures and stuff oh, that I've seen. Oh, I've been seeing the pictures, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, well. Where's the invite? That's the real question. I don't know, every day I'm more <laughs> in awe that I live in New York fucking city, and I'm just so glad for this opportunity to, like, explore and just get to know the city, I guess. I don't know what else to say. I'm just blabbering at this point. <laughs> for someone who likes to talk a lot, you got nothing to yeah, say. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I'm quite speechless right now. I mean, if you really want to know what that bitch is up to, just check her her Instagram, subtle plug, real quick. What's your Instagram? What? You could just like I don't know, go on the friendos Insta and like this find my Insta. Wow, you, you must really think I, everyone knows that your not... Instagram is, huh? You <laughs> think not... you're so hot shit, bitch? Because well, you go to New York one time. It's okay, just just find me. Hey, she could use the followers. We get that nah, ratio. I don't need I don't need new followers. Nah, she only cares about one follower. Oh, oh you know who you are. Oh, <laughs> what's popping? <laughs> All right, before this gets worse, Sid. Update. So updates on me, dude. What was the last time we we talked to the people, bro? January. January. Oh my goodness. Oh, our New Year's episode, right? Yeah. Can y'all believe it's already April? Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Wait, what different. about your life updates? We're doing this. I'm, yeah, he's okay. talking <laughs> about updates right now. <laughs> I'm trying to get to that point. I'm sorry. Bitch got no patience. Nope. Oh uh, no. But so what was it? So it's already April, right? So since January, um, last semester of grad school is just crazy, bro. Like ending mm. within the next month. Um, gotta tell you, super relieved, um, but at the same time, still got a, a big, long road ahead of me, but this is, it's crazy, though, in the nine months, I'm already getting caught here as a master's student, going to graduate, get a job, adulting, and all that type of shit, bro. I'm excited, but also super anxious, but it's really funny, because I know our, one of our first episodes, we were talking about that transition, and look at me back at square root, square root, square <laughs> once, not square root. Square root. Square root. Look at me back at square root. Square root. I'm sorry, I haven't done math in so long. right? Did you see that TikTok when the dude was like, <laughs> yeah. it's something, that shit he always hits, he always hits or some shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy, like a huge step coming forward and for me and my, my life right now, but excited. 
Um, yeah, but what about you, Akilesh? Yeah, shit's been crazy, but we all out here uh, getting vaccinated, so that's been one big oh, update. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, the, the whole squad is vaccinated we now. We endorse vaccination. Three for three, baby. That Get is whatever a you huge can. accomplishment. So, yeah, your boy got vaccinated. I am moving back to the city in a week. Yes, sir. So city boy summer. We Yeah, we about to have a city boy summer. Yes, uh, sir. You girls ain't ready for it. And we're traveling a lot this year. Just booked two, not one, but two trips, possibly a third. So, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can visit our girl Aleners in, uh, in July. Do. July, we're planning it out. We're going to come come roll through, and we're going to take the city. The city boy take summer, the, but in take NYC. The city by storm. The friendo's going to take over NYC. You heard it here, for I'm about to be wearing a Yankee hat. Live from New York, it's friendo. New York, <laughs> baby. Nah, this will be really cool, though. Talking about one of our more episodes in the summer, we get to talk about these travel plans. So yeah, hopefully no, definitely. There'll be a lot for us to talk about. and love to hear from our fans if there are any left, but... Hear from, you guys, hear, hear from you guys. Let's find out like cool spots that you've been to. That'd be really dope if we can get your guys' input and just see some places for us to travel. Because at least I know I'll have, I finally will have fucking like time to travel and check out you know different countries if I could. But obviously within reason because we know what's going on in this world. But yes, and if you are not vaccinated, please get vaccinated. Hopefully you can by the end of next week. We all know about most of these states opening of vaccinations. Vaccinations for all Illinois our younger is folks. Like April twelfth. April twelfth mm-hmm. is a lot of majority, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, we fully endorse vaccinations. We believe in science. And get we whichever one you immunity. can. What's up? What'd you say? Uh, get whichever one you can. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like there's like this is false narrative on yeah. Johnson and Johnson. That's what yeah. I got. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, I'm yep. not any dumber. I'm still the same amount of dumb. <laughs> so we still out here. We still repping. So Johnson, did you Johnson get it? it's a family company. Um, what? <laughs> I got uh, I got uh, Pfizer. I got Moderna. We all got oh, different oh, diversity. Oh. Wow, all people. We're something. a very okay. diverse. And friendos who support diversity Correct. and vaccinations. Yes. Yes. Sir. All right. Do I just need to find someone who's done AstraZeneca? If there's already people <laughs> out there. I know there's been a lot of issues with that, but hey, I think any vaccination at this point is a good one. So we can turn up again. I miss it. I literally we just, just, we just want Sidhu back at birthday parties, taking Dude. snaps of some whoever's <laughs> taking a, a swig of alcohol, hey, hey, yelling I'm one, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> hey, you guys are missing out, man. I miss that shit so much, though. I don't know about you guys. When was like the last time I we went to a club? Like March. Of Dude, I miss that so much. Like I don't remember March either, because even in March it was the bar crawl. We went to bars. I'm not even talking about that. I'm like just nightclub period. Yeah, like, I know. It's been a minute, but it's crazy. I've been seeing people Snapchats. I know a lot of like clubs in Texas are open, so I know that shit's been popping. We already know about Texas. Hey, like, we just gotta get hashtag bring concrete cowboy back. Literally, trending. bro. Apparently, like, New York is opening their clubs back to like thirty three percent capacity. That's something. This month. Hey, I'm down. That's, that's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scared though. I don't know how that's gonna go. Nah, your bitch ass still gonna be in the club. Don't Bruh. lie. <laughs> She'd be still dancing on elevated surfaces. <laughs> Falling off tables. Falling off tables. <laughs> I mean, I think the city bars were open, or clubs are open too, to be honest. Here? Because I, I saw a I couple so, people's, yeah. like, Snapchats. Like, oh, shit. I think uh, Bounce is open. I think I saw people's Snapchats at Bounce. But, hey, you know what? If you, I don't I don't blame people at this point, but at the same time, just try to be as safe as possible. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to go to feds, feds, bro. Federales. My club. Dude, day drinking has been the new norm, though, right? I yeah. can't go out I anywhere. always love day drinking. That's always I hate been my... day drinking. What? what? That's the best, bro. Waking I'm, up breakfast I'm and like... Yes. You know how <laughs> I feel about breakfast. Oh, we know about breakfast. You keep you keep that <laughs> breakfast tight, bro. Yeah. That shit is... That's nice, bro. Yes. I don't, I don't remember... I, wait, wait, did we say that on the episode? Like, yo, like, your breakfast popping so much that, Yeah. Like, no, there were... Any dude sleeping over, were... they sleeping over. <laughs> They stay in the whole morning. <laughs> uh, to be clear, there's no guy sleeping over currently. Not yet. Oh. In the future, who I knows? I make great breakfast. No, her pancakes off the chain. That's all I know. Like, what was that? You made that apple cinnamon shit? Dude, we, oh, I think we talked about Lord. that enough, but like, holy Whole crap. wheat. You got to get back apple. on that. You got to get it back on that grind. Like, you had that the account going. Grind, yeah. Yeah. Not even that. Like, I know you had that one account you'd always oh, be posting uh, about. Something from MKE. Oh, oh my, my food blog. Yeah, I mean something like that. Yeah. Like you know, you I mean you post on your Instagram anyways all yeah, the stuff yeah. you've been cooking. Mm-hmm. Like open up that open up that you know Instagram account or some shit. I mean might as well. I'm living vicariously through you guys right now. Anyways, we so. also shamelessly bro, plug just get in the kitchen. You don't podcast. even have to live through nah, me. I'm okay, bro. I, I ain't no type of cook, bro. God damn. I want to be fed. Oh, I cook for me. I know you do. Yeah. He makes some fire quesadillas. That's all I know. Oh, those are oh, so we're talking good. quesadillas. Quesadillas. I think about his quesadillas <laughs> twice a day. What? Yes. That's all you think about? More than once a day. That's all you think about? <laughs> Yo! 
Yo. Yeah, if y'all know, you know, bro. Oh, my God. I-Y-K-Y-K. Speaking of the things that Alita thinks about, uh, what that kind of goes with our topic for today. I mean, yeah. we lo- we have a... Uh, you know how we've been doing these multiple parts about relationships because we oh know God. there are so many things to talk about relationships. But we kind of want to break it down again, kind of give your our insight, even though we're not experts. We know love doctors. I mean, I'm trying no, to be a doctor. Not. but We're I'm trying, trying to be, to be actual doctor. doctors. You know, I really are trying to be doctors out here. But we think we know some things. We'd like to, you know, impart that wisdom upon you guys. And sometimes we're talking, sometimes this wisdom applies to some of our members of Friendos. <laughs> so hopefully some of them are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Me being the one who gives plenty of advice but never takes my own advice ever. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of people, though. That's me included, I feel like. But me particularly. I mean, shit's going out to you right now, to be honest. (laughs) Let's address that elephant. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but but what did you guys want to cover first, though? Because I know, like, we've talked a bunch in the past. Like, what's one thing we kind of want to focus on? I mean, yeah, last time we talked about... Well, our first stage of uh, relationships was the talking phase and, like, you know, what goes into that, uh, how we go about it and all that sort of things. So this time we want to talk about... The actual dating phase, like, you know, when you make it official, like, what happens after that, that sort of thing. So, I think the easiest place to start would be, like, you know, obviously last time we talked about talking. So, when do we make it official? Like, what goes into it? Like, when and how do we make things official? Who wants to go first? Let's start with ladies. Or our, our one lady on our podcast. Damn. Too. You put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we've recorded this, like, three or four times at this point. And I think I've said... The same thing every, every time. time. Yeah, so keep it, keep more it. or Consistency less. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. I am very consistent. But basically what I said is when it's been established that you feel the same way about each other, I feel like any time is as good a time to, you know, make it official. I, I don't know. I'm, like, simple. I don't really need, like, a grand gesture. And we talked about this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we, are, we defer on that or not. But I don't know. I don't need something, like, super crazy. I, I appreciate, like, I don't know, I guess, like, attention to detail, but, like, yeah I don't know. um Maybe, like, not going too much into it. Like, if they address some I like some sweet, of details, like, right? sentimental shit. I like people, like, paying attention sure. to, like, inside jokes, like, things that we'd only understand. Yeah. You know? So it doesn't have to be so super, like, grand like grandiose or no. whatever. But it can still be stuff that's super small, but yes. applicable to what you guys have been talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Which is awesome, I think. Because, like, I think a lot of times as males and, like... Not even just as males, it's like people who are asking out whoever it may be. Yeah. Um. You know, it's twenty twenty one. I gotta address everybody here. Um. But when asking whoever your person is, inclusive. inclusive here. But We're so inclusive. If whoever you're asking out, right? The biggest thing is that like you have a lot of stress you put upon yourself because you have these unworldly expectations you think you have to achieve or attain. But mm-hmm. in reality, that's not the case. I mean, I can't imagine, in my opinion, like if you do anything, anything you do at that point, it should be good enough. And if the other person that you're asking out doesn't believe in that or doesn't think it's, like, good enough or not grandiose enough, then I don't know. Maybe that's someone you have to question, like, are their expectations in the right place? Newsflash, the right person for you will never ask you to be anyone other than yourself. They will not have extreme expectations for you. You will have to be no one other than yourself because they love you exactly how you are. Damn, girl. Period. You talking? You talking? You, yes. you talking to someone? Okay. <laughs> no. Remember, I never take my own advice. This is just me. I'm two lemonades in, truly lemonade, so I will not no, remember just any of this. <laughs> we just, just lemonades. Just These lemonades. ain't even Mike's hard lemonade. This is just oh. straight lemonade. Oh, like, those are good Tropicana too. lemonade type shit. No, but I completely agree. Like, I think at the end of the day, my take on this has been like, doing anything like at that point has it will be good like obviously like it would be nice if you put more thought into it and especially like if you get like what alina is saying you get those small details in there too i think that's like that's like you get icing on the cake you get the brownie points at that point right Mm -hmm. but doing anything at that point anything you thought out on your own put it together on your own like end of the day i think that's great and all i think it should be accounted for and someone who doesn't appreciate that Shit, you might need to swipe that shit to the left and move on to the next person, to be honest, because that's not okay. Like, you've done your work, you've done, you've done like, thinking that shit out together and not putting it together and, like, doing all that stuff. So, I think at the end of the day, anything is good at that point. But, again, that's just opinion of one brown man. Young man. Good job. <laughs> all right, well, from another brown man, uh, I've always been, like, th- there's always, like, this, like, sort of confusion with me when it comes to, like, the time versus, like, the feelings part, right? Because I feel like there is a time aspect you should be following as well. Even though, like, you know, it's kind of weird to say that out loud. <clears throat> but at the same time, though, like, I've always kind of held that, you know, it ha- you have to take at least three months to know that person and to see if, like, if it's actually going to, like, work out or not. But at the end of the day, like, it, it just comes down to feelings. Like, like Alina said, if you're, like, if you're both feeling the same, 
why not? So at, at that point, it's like, if you can see like a foreseeable future with that person, if you want to be with them, even like a few months from now, I think that's all that matters. So at that point, you can like consider making things official. Um, how to make things official. I kind of disagree with you, Alina. Cause like, well, I no, know, I know. <laughs> it's kind of because disagree? I kind of, I kind of like, you know, I kind of like the showy things. So yeah. for me, like if, if I were to be in that position where like, you know, I want to make things official, I'd kind of go the route of making it somewhat like memorable. It doesn't have to be like some like big grand gesture. Like it's not like a, it's not like a promposal or something. That would be mm-hmm. really fucking weird. But to some degree, I want to make it memorable where, like, you know, you don't have to like talk about it all the time. But it's something that, you know, you can look back on and be like, oh, shit. Like that was like a good way of like, it, it's a good memory sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's I mean, where that's, I stand. That's super tough. The thing is like, I think we all want to be able to do those grandiose things too. And like, whatever the case may be, I think it's just tough because it's also, you got to keep in mind, like is the person you're asking out as well. Like, are they like, are they into that shit? Yeah. Like, are they about that shit? And that's like, it's going to be such a situational thing, which is tough because obviously, yeah, I completely agree too. Depending on the person, like if they like those grandiose things, you should fucking do those grandiose things. And if they don't care about it too much, then maybe you can do the next level and still do those small itty bitty things that actually matter to them and stuff that they like those attention to detail type things. So it's really tough. When we talk about things like that, but I got a quick question for you about then too. Like hypothetically speaking, we can talk about these situations and say like you know, um, would you like? Do you think there is like, uh, is there is there extremes with this shit? Can you go too far and do it too grandiose? Is of there course, such thing yeah. as that? Like, what are those things that can pop in your mind? And then what is also do something that's too little? Like, what is the the bare minimum people should be doing, or something that's too less of a a way to ask somebody out? Like, you know what I mean? What are the two extremes? You know what I mean when it comes to these things to give people like a hypothetical like kind of situation with these things? I don't think there's a too little to be honest. I feel like if you're on the same page with someone. You guys both should just know. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could legit... I don't know who said this or, like, when I heard this. I Like, I cannot remember for the life of me right now. But I remember someone just telling me, like, you know, they're just, like, sitting around watching a movie. And that's how they made things official. But it's kind of like in that moment, they both knew they were on the same page. Mm -hmm. So why not? Too much, though? I think that's a thing. Like, you you can definitely... Where have you seen that? See, like, again, it kind of goes back to, like, you know, if two people are on the same page, it's okay. But from an outsider looking in, I just remember, like, you know, someone went, like, hella hard Mm -hmm. to ask someone to be a girlfriend or something. And me, when I looked at it, I don't remember what it was, but I just remember, like, looking at this shit. Or even, like, on those um, TikToks, like, those relationship TikToks and all that, you see someone going, like, hella hard to ask someone to be, like, hey, will you be my girlfriend sort of thing. And I think it's, like, it's a bit too much to me personally, but again, like, if they're on the same page with their person, it doesn't really yeah. matter at that point. Also, if you yeah. start, like, so strong, then, like, what do you have left for later? The expectations just go so high, yeah. Yeah, like, how yeah. do you top that, you Yeah, know? no, I saw this Set with, like, you- I saw this, like, with YouTubers and, like, TikTok people, too. This dude took his girl, like, on a helicopter ride, and that's all- I mean, for me, that seems, like, a little too much, but at the end of the day, I think- The only reason I'm saying too much maybe because- Actually, not even that. I All I wanted to say, like, is, sure, there's there could be in situations where it is too much, but- biggest thing is that we want to tell people is that you don't have to do that much like you shouldn't have to do those grandiose and crazy things but if you want to of course fucking do it like there is no like shame in doing those big things because it means you still care and you've thought those things out but at the end of the day like you shouldn't have to think that you got to do those big things in order for you to ask this person out dude a helicopter too much though i swear that's... yeah i mean they got that money you got that youtuber money and takes how are you gonna money. propose take her to the moon yeah i've I seen a proposal know. with a helicopter a helicopter to ask someone to like make things official yeah, that's too much crazy you're setting the bar way too high sir she like be... physically high dog you in the upper fucking uh, stratosphere dog what the bro fuck she gonna be there? expecting way too much then no nah, i mean like it's set just... the bar low and then go up right. from there and it's crazy because again at the end of the day like how often do we hear about people setting those expectations themselves? Because I don't even, I feel like it's rare that someone else thinks they have to do that because the other person said to or something. You know, I feel like we just do it upon ourselves because maybe it's a societal thing or society thing that we make up that think this is something that has to be super, super fucking memorable. But there are ways to still make it memorable without like losing your fucking money in your bank account. Like there's other ways to do that. So, yeah, like, I mean, I know, like, you know, in the past, I've done this thing where, like, I kind of like set up my backyard real nice, made like dinner and everything. And that was like my idea to, like, make things like official in a sense yeah to me personally that shit wasn't like it wasn't like too much it wasn't too little it's like you know just like the perfect amount to like you know take that step sort of thing like for that event specifically but again like you know that could be too much to send another person to less another person like at the end of the day like it just comes down to like you know being on the same page with the other person and like knowing what's too much or too little sort of thing Mm -hmm. yeah definitely 
So now that we've talked about, you know, we talked about right now a lot about, you know, how do we get to the point of making an official and stuff like that. And now that we've, we've ourselves have been through different phases with relationships, like before talking and becoming official. And now we've talked about how to make it official. Let's talk about those things that we kind of see as major fucking differences between us. Like when we are in the talking phase, we're talking with someone and then between, between that specifically. And then also like when we, when we've made it official, essentially, what are those differences that you see before we make it official to when it is official? What are those different things, those activities or like mannerisms, significant things that you've noticed with yourself or like in general, you've noticed, like what are those things that you kind of can pinpoint as the major differences between those two phases? I think, okay, so there is a difference. There's, in my opinion, there's like a bit more of a, like a relief in a sense. Yeah. There's there's more security. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Like, there's always this bit of uncertainty before you make things official. There's kind of like, you don't know where you stand. Like, and at that point, it sucks to say it this way because I've, I've actually ta- I've talked about this to someone recently. Um, In our generation specifically, there's like this bit of, inhumanity at times mm-hmm. where we're in a talking phase and there's no sort of repercussions to somewhat like you know just ending things randomly one day because we're in a talking phase right like there's right. no sort of expectation there there's no sort of like commitment there yet yeah at any given point you can be like you know what i'm not feeling this peace out sort of thing so uh in the talking phase you have that sort of like liberty, I guess. But when you go make things official, you kind of commit to a person, which is like, and that gives you a bit of security. It's a bit of a relief. And it's kind of like, you can be more open with that person too, knowing that they're going to be there mm-hmm. for like whatever amount of time, you know, like you can be yourself entirely. And honestly, at that point, it shouldn't be like, you can be yourself after making things official. You should have been yourself before that during the the talking phase too exactly towards the end of that talking phase because then at that point you know that you you can be with that other person then Mm -hmm. so there's a bit of security um that honeymoon phase kind of comes in but we can talk about that later Mm -hmm. um but i think that's my take like there's i think security is like the biggest thing yeah what elena you ready now with it (laughs) i don't know no i definitely think the security thing just like the comfortability Mm -hmm. increases um, yeah, like you said, the honeymoon phase is kind of what kicks in. It's just like the like newfound, it's just like novel joy of like being together. It's just like you and that one other person. Novel joy. Yes. That's a great term. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that's, I guess it's something that you don't really get during the talking phase. Cause at that point you're just kind of getting to know each other. Um, finding out like what, like things you love about each other. And then dating is when you just kind of like, uh, get to grow with that person at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think I want to go back to what you guys are saying about like security and like not not thinking about not overthinking things too. I think that's what that's one thing I for sure think we can highlight is like I think once you're in that like of course you still gotta do a lot of the things you're doing the talking phase, still getting to know the person, of taking course, a lot yeah. of dates. But I think yeah, you're right. When it comes to security, it's a huge fucking thing that that's a huge impact on your psyche as a person because you're not overthinking the normal things at that point. Then you can focus on those things that you should be anyways. Is like how can I get to know this person more instead of like. Literally thinking hours and hours of what the fuck you're gonna wear on this day, where you're gonna take this girl or boy, where you're gonna take this person on the date, like where are you gonna go, like those those like tangible like those little details you shouldn't have to worry about, and now you're likely more likely to not care about or not 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 to not care about. Sorry, I misspoke there, but not to like worry too much about that, right? Because you don't want to impinge upon the whole process of you getting to know that person. I feel like that's a huge sigh of relief as you mentioned before is not having to worry and tweak about those things but let's mm-hmm. focus on getting to know the person and yeah, the, task the, at hand. the overthinking definitely tones down a lot mm-hmm. at that point like things go so much smoother and like you can focus on getting to know that getting to know the person because that itself is a huge obstacle to be honest because people still struggle with that you know years and years down the line with the person that they're with because there are certain things that they haven't talked about a lot of people are afraid to talk about those tough conversations and because they, they think you know these are my deal breakers which we'll talk about we'll talk about later and like these are things they don't want to touch base on because they're worried about what this what their um what their counterpart might say or like they don't want to touch about those the, those touchy topics because they're worried about what the result will be but this way you can focus on those things because these are things you got to realize earlier on if you can because down the line if you don't want to figure this shit out with someone you're fucking married to and like have completely different like ideals on having children and not know that before you're married mm-hmm. that's a that's a tough one to go through because I, I can't even imagine not knowing that until you're married like, dude like forget married too i feel like even there's people out there that I, i'm sure like a lot of us have been through this too where like when you're in that talking phase like there's things that the other person might like tend to hide or even like ourselves like we might hide yeah and then when you actually like make things official because of those things that you hid 
when they come out later, it's kind of a shock to the other person too. And then at that point, it's kind of like harder to debate whether like that's something that's like okay with you or not sort of thing. So it's kind of like, I mean, it's unfair to not only yourself, but like to the other person too, or vice versa at that point, because yeah. like you got to be like entirely you to make, you know, to get to that point to make things official then. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, let's touch. I know you guys didn't touch base on this, but like, let's kind of point out too. What are those like? Uh, what are the different obstacles you kind of face, right? Between the different phases, between talking and then being official. Because I know there are like, obviously, there's major ones of being an official, but because now we we definitely talked about the goods, the good stuff, right? The differences mm-hmm. there are. But now let's talk about the bad stuff. Let's talk about the negative, the obstacles that you're more likely to face in the talking phase, which we kind of briefly mentioned. But then also let's talk about the obstacles you're more likely to face in the official official stage because let's let's be for real right let's let's keep it 100 with everybody like there's still going to be problems you're going to face regardless of what phase you're in even though one might be more appealing than the other right mm-hmm. what are those things you guys think that come into mind first when you guys think of that so with the talking phase I, we talked about this before i think on our previous episode but i actually have never ever been on a dating app mm-hmm. and it's not because i'm like opposed to them i'm sure it, it like it works for people i know that it does i've seen it work i've seen like right. my cousins got married because i've used an app and so I know it has like success, it has a success rate. Right. And um, I just like think for me personally, like I prefer to meet people organically. And um, I just think what a dating app is, is like the opportunity to kind of like set off a bunch of little talking faces like off right. the app. Right. And right. like it could be like either really good or really cringy, but like you have to start from the same point with all those people. Right. Right. So I personally like I don't really like that. And I feel like. I don't know, like, meeting someone in person kind of, it it erases that, like, just, like, initial cringy yeah. kind of, like, first message. I don't know. I don't, do that make any sense? Yeah, no, that does, like, I it's mean. just a bunch yeah. of little talking phases, and, like, personally, like, I'm not the biggest fan of that, but I feel like with the right person, the talking phase doesn't even feel like the talking phase, like, the dreaded mm-hmm. talking phase. It feels way more effortless and way more easy than that. Then go. Let's talk. Just mention what you've also thought about when it comes to when it's official. Yeah. Like, what's the negative of a? What's the negative of an official what, phase? Once you're like, official, right? What, what gets worse after? What what could possibly get yeah, worse? What are the after obstacles? Making things even what you face if you're comfortable talking about that. What are those obstacles you saw? Because well, I'm sure I guess anybody. Just the will... fact that when you're official, there's way more like vulnerability there. Yeah. Like sure. there's a lot more room for things to go wrong. Right. But at the same time, it could be something like really beautiful. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a that's definitely a tough a tough like topic itself too. We, that itself can be an episode too. Like yeah. once you are vulnerable, once you've opened up like once you've opened up those doors, right? You're just hoping up those the, open up those can of worms and this shit a lot shit can hit the fan to be honest, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but it's also a good feeling because once you've done it, like the whole weight off your fucking chest. But there's also room for growth now. You can bring all the good stuff in. Like, it's I mean that's a lot of a lot of things with life too, right? Like you once you open it up, when you open up your to tear down those walls, like. There's so much room for you to improve and, like, so much to bring in. That love, you can accept that immense love from the other person. So I feel there's a lot to grow from. But, yeah, I mean, really quick, my I think my take on it has kind of been similar to once you're official. Like, there are just more possibilities of problems because yeah. now you're getting to realize what this person really is looking like. What are their flaws? What are they good at? What are their shortcomings, maybe? Is there stuff for them to work on? Now, once you know that, they're going to probably think the same thing about you. What are things that you got to work on, right? Like, what are the compromises? What are your deal breakers? What are those things that are going to happen now? So, obviously, like, with every phase you go on through life, the more complex it's going to be, the more benefits there are, but also there's more variability, there's more factors. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people know this already, but it's just, like, with every relationship, it's also really cool is that there's such a difference in factors and variability. But obviously, we don't. I'm not. I'm not preaching. I'm not like encouraging you to go on to be in a different multitude of relationships. But like, you <laughs> learn a fuck ton too. And like, we're all mm-hmm. three here. We can say that we can. We learn from each person we've been involved with because there's so much to learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what do you want to say about like the obstacles too? What have you seen between both phases? I think the biggest thing that I see is like expectations. Yes. Uh, when you make things official, there's like another level of expectations, and the thing is like. I've been on both ends where like, you know, I've been one to expect a little more than was than what was given. And I've also been on the other end where like there was more expected of me. Yep. And I wasn't living up to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know like Alina brought up the, like, the whole uh, vulnerable thing. And yeah. for me, it's like I've actually I've never been a person that opens up like real easily unless yeah. I've known you for like a, you know, a good amount of time. Unless you're like, someone that's actually like that close to me. So I know I've definitely been in situations before where like the other person looks at me and they're like, why aren't you opening up more? And it's yeah. for me, it's like. It's nothing. 
it's not even fear. It's just like for me, like you have to get to that level with me. And like I understand that, you know, you get we're already at a certain level for making things official. But for me personally, like I can't be that open with someone like right away sort of thing. So the yeah. expectation thing is like that's just like one part, right? That's like one expectation. But there's like also there's like so many expectations, like other expectations that you have when you make things official that the other person might not live up to. So that's like one thing for sure where I feel like it can get really messy really quick because obviously you make things you made things official for a reason. So at that point, if the other person's not, I guess going by like the route that you had planned, then get like you know if you're off track a little, it depends on how you like react to that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think with those two, like does that can be easy like you know solved too in terms of just communication, but that's the other that's the other truth of the matter right like you get you have more expectations coming your way because now this is your fucking person like you are like a couple like there are things you gotta there's just general expectations at that point at that point you can communicate those things because a lot of times like you're more likely to deter that person your your person you're talking to during the talking phase if you already lay out your fucking expectations because you're not at that fucking level level yet so once you get to that point it's very fucking important that you're communicating those things and just to give that person, like, room for improvement and growth, right? You Shit doesn't happen overnight. Nothing fucking happens mm-hmm. overnight, right? Yeah. So to be patient with that is a huge, huge thing and a plus for you to think about because, like, you got to personally think about that, right? If you're giving those expectations, you can't imagine for them to change overnight. So at least give your chance to be happy. In order for to give yourself the chance to be happy, you got to give that person a chance to meet those expectations or at least talk about those things, some things that are not doable. Like, let's say those things and be straight up, right? Like, if you can't meet those expectations because maybe that's not the person you are or just say, you know, I'm not at that point yet. Maybe I will. And I can't get to that point. I just need your support. And that's what it all it is mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So, um, really quick, too. I wanted to move on to, like, we've mentioned, you know, this word, this phrase, the societal construct term. Yeah. Honeymoon societal term. construct. We're bringing out the big words. societal construct term. He's a scholar, <laughs> ladies. It, it, it really is a construct. And, like, obviously, based on my description of the word, I definitely have, like, a negative view on it, kind of. Like, the word honeymoon phase, right? Like, we obviously know what honeymoons mean. We know people take go on honeymoons after the wedding. Now, and what's stuff a honeymoon? Like Tell me. I mean, a lot Tell of stuff me. goes down, if you know what I'm trying to say here. Oh. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But, like, what has what is your guys' take on it? Like, do you guys have, like, what's your opinion on that word? Or, like, what does that mean to you specifically when I say the word honeymoon phase? What has that been for you guys? Put simply, I think it's just, like, puppy love. Because mm-hmm. it's just like you're kind of ignoring what like larger, yeah, <laughs> puppy like, love. I guess yeah, yes. like just like larger, bigger questions to address. You're just kind of enjoying each other at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in yeah. every way. Yeah, yeah. You think uh, it's a real thing for sure? I think so for sure. Yeah, I think I think from my take on it, as again, it's kind of a little negative because like, ah, uh, well, it's only negative because I think like. At first, it's obviously something, like, when you go through it, it's fucking phenomenal. But, like, I think I get irked as fuck when I see people in Honeymoon Phase because they're so, like, extra. They're always in their face. They're always with each other. It's dependent on each other. Like, obviously, so much, yeah, Uh, too much PDA. We hate PDA here. (laughs) We do not endorse PDA. All my bros hate PDA. I mean, not the hugest fan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I get it. I can't, like, (laughs) nick on, I can't, like, you know, rip on people that are in love with each other. And I get it. It's puppy love. But, like. They, they're the reason those couples are the reason why I fucking hate that term because it really like it ruins the mood because if you're all like hanging out together like you all group of friends you got that one couple one couple one couple <laughs> couple what is a couple uh, many couples <laughs> You got that one couple that's, like, <laughs> making out and shit? Like, dude, like, dude, we're, we're out here trying to talk. We're trying to smoke this joint or some shit. Like, this shit's happening. <laughs> what are you talking what about? What kind of smoke, smoke sessions Smoke sessions have you been to? weird, bro. Come on. You know that. Sid's going to some weird smoke sessions, bro. <laughs> um, But, like, no, in but all like, honesty. What you're saying right now, though, that's, like, you feel that way because you're also, okay, well, he's single ladies, so. Oh, if you didn't know that. No, but, like, you know. From an outsider point, I think that's why you hate it, right? Like, if you're once you're actually in it, I don't think you actually like see what you're doing. It's kind of like I think Alina used this term a long time ago, but it's kind of like you have these rose colored glasses on, rose tinted glasses, rose tinted, not colored tinted. tinted. Correct. So you kind of don't see what you're doing wrong at that point. I think so because you're wearing those rose tinted glasses, you don't even notice the red flags. You just see what you see, and then maybe. Finally, like after the honeymoon phase is over, you kind of take those glasses off and you see that person for exactly what they are. 
Yeah, that's definitely a huge factor. Yeah. I mean, my the context, what I've been saying is like, dude, you can even be in a relationship, but be it like you know, you see those people that are PDA. I think PDA itself is a different topic. I mean, PDA itself. is just another level. Uh, yeah. But no, I think I think my also my biggest take on this has been I think when we've recorded this multiple times, I've always said this thing multiple like, times. Honeymoon phase, right? Like for me, like I I love that too because like. It like shows that like, these people are in love with each other. I get and all of that, and I just wish for that to not be a phase per se. I'd rather for it to be something that you should always be a thing when you're in a relationship. Thirty years down the line, forty years down the line, once you've been married for 40, 50 years, like there shouldn't be a phase, right? Doing those things that happen, the things that happen during the honeymoon phase should consistently always happen. Maybe like not overdoing it, but I don't think overdoing is the right word. But just consistently having those having those mannerisms still go on throughout the relationship. Still, don't do those nice things for your counterparts. Still, take that person out for those for those dinner dates or whatever it may be. And express your love and whatever it may be, and maybe not at the same level, but those things can still happen. And fuck it, maybe you can still do that same thing all the time that you did during your honeymoon honeymoon phase, but for forty years straight. Like, good for you because people, a lot of people can't do that. But if you can, like, that should be the goal. Like, I think the goal is should be always in that honeymoon phase once you're in the rest of your life in that relationship. And I think that's the goal, right? Because if you can constantly keep that at that level, I mean, it is tough to keep it at that level. But if you can, like, I think you're, you're like miles and miles above everybody else. But like, that's been my take on it. I mean, obviously it's been negative in the beginning because like, we always hate the when the people say honeymoon phase because the people that are in the honeymoon phase are the most annoying couple sometimes. But like True. at the end of the day, you know, it's a different story with PDA and stuff like that. But it, it, it's kind of, it's been kind of goofy seeing the different people in their honeymoon phases, but there's obviously once you're in it, like you guys have said, you don't know what the fuck's going on around you, but you're in your own fucking world. But it's like the best feeling in the world, too. So yeah, can't hate on it too much. But it's one thing to like fall in love with someone, but it's another thing entirely to stay in love. It's a conscious effort made mm-hmm. on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you can't just like save all your grandiose gestures for the beginning and just kind of nah. not put in the same energy later on. You got to kind of disperse it throughout. And show that person that you still give a shit about them. Look at the end of it. It's not a, it shouldn't be a phase. It should just be like, you know, a long lesson thing. Yeah. Like, I think like, personally speaking, I think I've been in like a relationship where like, you know, like I've had like, you know, I never thought the honeymoon phase ended in a sense. But there's also yeah. been a time where like I look back and I'm like, oh shit, that phase ended already. Can we go back like a week or right, so? Right. But about yeah. a week ago. About a week ago, Bobby Schmurda's out too. <laughs> hey, another update since January. So <laughs> that's a big thing. We doing real good out here as a society. <laughs> <laughs> as a society. All right, what's the next topic? Uh, what are we moving on to? So we mentioned right talking phase like when to make it official, how to make it official. But there's still not, there's still a fuck ton that happens before all that stage, right? So. We've talked about, like, the importance of having proper dating etiquette, right? And, like, we've been on multiple dates. We've been on dates even in a relationship, not in a relationship when we're dating. Like, we know... We've been on a couple. We've been on a couple of dates, I think. At least I have been. So I know, like, I've seen my take. My, there's, I have my own take on it, but I've been through those things. But the, the toughest thing is when going through those dates is, right, like, are you doing the right thing? Have you been upholding the etiquette properly? Because... How will you know, right? It's not like you don't you, you don't you don't get like a review at the end of your date, like yo, this is what you did right, this is what you did wrong. <laughs> report like, card. You don't get a fucking report card performance review at the end of the year, right? So, but what's been your guys' like do's and don'ts? What are those things that really irk you too? Maybe even like what are the specific things you think that we can tell our listeners and like for ourselves maybe like what do you think we should do and things that we should not not do, um, going on dates? What are those specific things that come to your guys' mind? Elena, you go first. Not Elena. Alana? Alana. Alana. Alona. 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 <laughs> I've been called Alien. Aliena. Aliena. Alright, that's a new name. Okay. Aliena. Nick, nickname alone. Aliena. Nah, but what have you seen, Alina? Like, what, what are those things? I think things? there's this misconception that guys always have to be, like, the chivalrous one. Like, pay yes, and everything. Queen. Yes, thank you. No. <laughs> no, no, no. My answer is no. No, like, no, no. Most girls, if you just sit them down and talk to them, they actually would not mind paying at all. Facts. Like, it's a partnership. It's not like one person has to do all the work. If you just have that conversation, I think you'll learn that most girls are fine with splitting or, like, them paying here and there. Like, that's not a big deal. That's, like, just a conversation to sit down and have. I feel like most guys are just overthinking it. Hondo P. Yeah. So, if you think that you have to do all these just grand things, you really don't have to. Like, most girls are... Most girls. Most girls. I would say most most girls. girls Yeah. Are pretty low maintenance. Just... (laughs) Just... 
talk to them. Nah, I'm glad you said most girls. Yeah. It's time for story time. Yes. Story I was going to say, Akilah's told me some nightmare stories. I can't really speak on that, but I'll let him do that. It's time for some goddamn yeah. story time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So I like how you said, Alina said most girls because. I know so not from, all girls are like that. From a guy's perspective. Oh, my fucking God. From a guy's perspective. Uh, I think, Sid, and you, can you back me up on this? Like, no, I feel like... <laughs> no, I'm playing. What's up? I feel like we like paying for things, but oh, yeah. it's like, we kind of want to pay for things. But right. at the same time, though, it's always super attractive when a girl offers to pay. 100%. Like, and we might say, like, honestly, like, when that topic comes up, like, who should pay? Like, you know, if the girl's like, hey, well, let me pay. Mm-hmm. We might say no, but it is actually super attractive when the girl does offer to pay. Like, 100%. fights with you? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, my nightmare story. <laughs> oh, God. Keep in mind, I was official with this girl when this story happened. <laughs> so we went on a date, and I'm like, let me get dinner. She's like, let me get ice cream. And I'm like, all right, sounds good to me. About to be a good date night. <laughs> we go out to dinner. Dinner ends up being a little, a little like, more expensive than I thought, but it's all good. You know, I got, I, I got the funds. <laughs> I got the funds. So I paid for dinner. We got to ice cream. And while we're at, well, you know, we're we're approaching the cashier, and she has this, you know, kind of like a angry look on her face. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit, should I pay? Like, you want me to pay? And this girl goes to me. She's like, well, you didn't step up in the first place. I'm like, God damn, what the hell? Mm-hmm. She was mad at me for not paying for ice cream when she said she'd take me out for ice cream. So. I'm not saying I wouldn't have liked to pay. You know, if I could, I would pay for everything. Like, not even, like, for her. Like, any for all my friends, I'd pay for all you guys. But yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, like, it is, you know, I don't think there should be an expectation. I feel like, you know, there could be a split. There could be, like, you know, one person pays for one day, another person pays for another day. There should be a system. But I don't know. Like, after that, I kind of valued it's so much more when like a girl offered to pay or something and it and it is kind of attractive when like you know someone fights to pay sort of thing mm-hmm. back me know. up here <laughs> well no please, I, I, <laughs> please. <laughs> help me no um i 100 percent agree like obviously the attractiveness is there when the when in my case like my, you're on our case right the girl steps up and says hey like at least she offers at least she says like i'm capable of paying instead of putting all that fucking expectation on you like as if you're like like you're you're like her provider breadwinner or some shit. You know what I mean? Like obviously when we're talking about equality now, like where is that relation? Where is that like you know perspective when it comes to dating as well, right? Like the biggest thing is like, hey, like we just want to know that we don't have to do this every time and that you can cover your split or even cover fucking my part too. To be honest, right? Like that's nice to say that we you are caring enough that you can be taken care of, right? And my take has always been the same, and I've mentioned this before. Is like. I think it, it. I guess the guy being always the one paying for it is, comes from my ideology that whoever is the person asking your the other person out should be at least expected to maybe because in my in my theory right my perspective is like if i'm asking a girl out i'm asking this individual to take time out of there to do this plan with me because i'm asking them to right i'm requesting for it so if i'm asking them to take i know this sounds super formal but like PTO. i'm like please woman please so come out no but like if you're asking for this individual to do that right set side set time you know aside right i think you should be the one held accountable to be paying for it, at least expected to and now this becomes where the gray area comes in, right? And now, am I, if I'm saying that, does that mean the guy has to always pay? Or it can be the girl too, right? Whoever is asking the other other individual out, but at least the other person can offer at the end of the day. Be like, hey, let me cover mine at least. Minimum, bare minimum is to still offer, if not to cover uh, not to cover the whole meal, but cover yourself, your your yeah, own absolutely. meal. So, yeah. simple thing, right? If you're asking somebody out, at least be willing to and be ready to, because I again, you're asking this person to come out and come spend time with you. It's not like they made that plans on your, their own. You ask them to, especially if you're a dude shooting your shot with a girl and like asking her to come out, like. Dude, you gotta pay at that point. I feel like <laughs> you kind of did all the work. You're asking this person to take a chance with you. Like, make it, make it, prove it to them that you're like you're worth their time, kind of a deal. So, I know I might, I, I know I mean, people might you know hate what I'm saying here, but like I personally am gonna believe stick with this till the day I die because again, this is like something I've seen and like it just works the best way. But at the end of the day, like we've all mentioned here, right? Mm-hmm. Other person should at least offer, at least not put that expectation always on them. No, person. at the end of the day, whoever plans, you know, it kind of should, you know, they should be expected to pay. I think. 100%. But since we talked about that, I think the next topic we had is like in, in terms of etiquette, like when you meet their friends or their family, uh, family like parents, like what's the sort of expectation there? Ooh, that's a ooh, tough one. Ooh. I mean, obviously this means like I highly, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing this obviously means once 
Well, once you've made it official, right? Like, I can't imagine you maybe when you're early. Or maybe when you are still dating, maybe before. No, I don't know what you guys think. Like, after your official is when you see the parents. And maybe the friends is before that. But I feel like friends, parents. Maybe before. Parents is a pretty huge step. Yeah, parents so, yeah. a lot bigger than friends. Friends. Okay, I think friends. Also, yeah, the, reali- the reality is is different. There's actually a difference in the way you act and the expectations, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say friends, right. If you're meeting the friends before, obviously, you're official. Mm-hmm. There, You got to, like, like, the biggest thing for me, what I'm looking for, right, is... If that's fine, if like your your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever isn't like super like connecting with your friends, and, and that's fine if they're not um in love with the same things, and that's gonna fucking happen. That's not the expectation here, but treating them with respect is the biggest mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah, and that's the same with your fucking parents. I think that's even more required with your parents. Oh, yeah. these are your people. These are your people. This is your family, but your friends too. Same ideology. You got to give them the respect, at least attempt. To get to know them, right? Sure. That's the biggest thing, right? Like, if they attempted to get to know you, why are they not doing the same thing with your friends? And other part about that is, like, they need to understand if they're smart enough, if they're, if they're smart enough, they'll know that they need to be on your best friend's sides, right? Like, yeah. they need to be on the same level. Best behavior. Best behavior, 100%. Because yeah. you're going to go to these best friends. They're going to tell you shit about them, too. They're going to give yeah. them their opinion. You want a good performance review you want a good uh you want a good report on yourself right <laughs> so that's when it, that's the reality and coming to the parents right i'll quickly cover that too right 100 percent need to be hella respectful to them and even if okay like because i mean being immigrants right being you know from a different country we know our parents are going to have a pushback a lot more resistance and being unaware of cultural differences and stuff like that right so as your is your person that you're pursuing they need to even be more respectful of that and i feel like and our situation is even more heightened because our parents mm-hmm. are not from here, right? So you're going to know there might be potential resistance, but the person you're going at has to be fucking respectful of that. Like, at the end of the day, like, you can't, like, they're, you obviously want them to be respectful. Your parents might say something that's incorrect or whatever that may be and maybe push back to that person, but they still got to be respectful enough to still treat them right. Because at the end of the day, like, you, they're not going to know exactly what your parents have been through and what it is, but at least that bare minimum is respecting those individuals, especially your siblings, um, your other family, your grandparents, whatever it may be. So that I think my biggest thing that I'm kind of alluding to here is respect and giving them giving that attempt, giving that attempt to get to know these people. So I feel like the three of us are also sort of like biased here because I, I know for a fact that all three of us we're very social people. Like, yeah, yeah. We find it very easy to talk to like about anyone and everyone. So when it comes to like things like this, I don't think we're actually like. I mean, I I'm speaking for myself here, but I think I can also speak for you guys too, where I say like. We're not too concerned or worried when it comes to, like, those situations. Like, it comes pretty easy to us actually, like, meet people, like, friends, 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 parents, and all that. It's very easy for us to connect. People so. tend to like us when they meet us. <laughs> Everyone likes me. Not even to toot our horns, but, like... <laughs> I am tooting We're awesome. Well, I am awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, it's not hard for us to connect at the end of the day, which makes it... A, it makes situations like this so much easier for us, too. So, I agree with, like, everything said says, like respect you know sort of like connecting with them on a level like it doesn't have to be like the highest level either but connecting to some level where you make a good impression i think that's like the only sort of like expectation there yeah i think also like it's because we're already like you said before since we're already so social i I can i can't i can imagine like the people that we pursue like there should there will be less of work that they would have to do because we're going to be so inclined to involve them in conversation yeah sure opening those doors for them right and the reality is, too, we're not going to end up being, we're not going to end up with people that are super quiet and introverted. I mean, obviously, that's somebody else's cup of tea, but that, I don't, I can't imagine that being at least our cup of tea. At least, I feel like, personally, again, I'm, again, I'm speaking for myself, but like I, like Akil said, I'm speaking for you guys as well, because I believe we're all extroverted here. No, we are, definitely. So, I feel like our counterpart's going to be, have to be extroverted, too, the reality is, right? And like mm-hmm. we've said before, though, they don't have to be connecting and, like, talking about the same things, but again, listening, at least engaging in conversation, too, because... I mean, Akil, I know you've mentioned this before. We've heard people, I've seen people who don't give that person the time of day, don't give our people a time of day just to listen to them and seem so uninterested. Like, that is a reflection on you and then also the kind of reflection on ourselves, right? Like, that means we got to fucked up. We told the wrong person. If they're able to listen to us but not, like, you know, the other people, like... Why is that you only listen to individuals once you're romantically involved with them, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a huge fucking red flag. Mm-hmm. Like, are you not able to maintain relationships with people that are not romantically involved in? Like, mm-hmm. I just don't get that. So it's a little confusing when it comes to that, you know, with that person. But that, I, like, I'm going to stick to that. Yeah, like, 100%. Like, again, with us, it's, like, different, like, as Akil said. But even if you're introverted, right, the expectation is you still got to be no, there's the definitely conversation. an expectation, yeah. Right? Like, Regardless of how change. you are. So I, I just, I don't see it going any other way. So, no. I mean, with us, it's been like that. I mean, we're fucking, we have a fucking podcast. We clearly can talk to you. We, you we talk can talk to our, for hours. Exactly, we'll talk yeah. your ear off. Sid can talk for multiple hours. As you, if you've seen our footage, yes, you're fact. Our That's footage. Fact. 
literally hours and hours of talking. But Aliena, you haven't spoken yet. Aliena. Aliena. Alana. Uh, I was just gonna say, I feel like when you know when I was in a relationship, I made it a priority to kind of get along with his close circles. Like a lot of his friends and like cousins, I can still talk to them now, way after the fact, just because I made it a point to like kind of connect with them on some level, make sure we had something in common, and kind of like relate to them and like let them know that I made it, you know, a priority of mine to get to know them because if they're important to him and I'm with him, then they're important to me by default, you know. So that was like a just a huge thing for me. And unfortunately, he didn't make the same goal like in our relationship. Like he didn't try like he didn't go out of his way to kind of befriend my friends the way that I befriended his. But I definitely made that a huge priority and I feel like way after the fact like those are still people that I can kind of talk to and approach and we would be like totally fine. But that's my input. It's funny you say that because I feel like that could actually like take us really well to our like next topic too yeah. in terms of like what a deal breaker would be in terms mm-hmm. of like relationships too. And mm-hmm. I feel like you know this could actually like segue to our next relationships episode. But mm-hmm. what is something that you guys consider like be like deal breakers in terms of relationships? Ooh, um, I mean I think me being extrovert and be able to talking to people like I feel like a huge turnoff is deal breaker is if this i mean i don't know maybe i am being super critical but like i guess that's just the type of person i'm going to vibe with and expect from that person is to be able to talk to anybody like and and maybe like i said before is maybe not connecting with every single individual but that's maybe because i can like and that's not to say like i'm a well-versed in every topic the reality is i'm not but i give that person the time of day i'm respectful and i'm engaging in conversation even if i don't know let me at least like i know it's fucked up to say but even if i'm not completely 100 percent interested I will still put on, like, I'll still at least pretend to be even a little bit because it is disrespectful. Like, I don't think it's you pretending. I think it's you, I, like, somewhat actually just giving a shit. Yeah, and, and the reality is I do give a shit still because I'm not disrespectful like that. I will, like, still listen to that person's perspective. And, like, I'm always, I mean, I'm the person who's always willing to learn new things as it is. Mm-hmm. But there are certain people that will put it on their fucking face and it's so fucking obvious that they're not interested. That is such a turnoff. And, like... Like, you got to be able to talk to people, period, right? And, like, I'm going to be the type of person that will shoot the shit with anybody. We'll try to talk to somebody because I'm always willing to meet new people and, like, gain perspective on new things, learn new things 100%. So, deal breaker for me has to be, like, 100%, like, if you're not able to talk, you know, to someone. Um, Second thing, and we've mentioned this, this is an underlying theme, but respect, 100%. Like, if you're not respecting everyone, not only in your circle, in our circle, fuck that. Yeah, that's, like, 100% a no-no. Like, how can you not respect people in my circle and your circle? But yeah. we see this all the time, too. We bring up the Basically, example. don't just, like give a shit about someone when it's convenient for you. Exactly. You, should, you always should. You owe that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there's people, we always bring up the example of, like, in culture, right, the, the biggest determinant, excuse me, is, like, people not respecting, like, the waiter or somebody, like, right. someone in the service industry. Like, that says a lot about the individual. Like, like there's still ways to get your point across. There's still ways to argue. There's still ways to be a human being in that sense. So I think that's a huge turnoff for me because I see individuals that act out and lash out to People who shouldn't, even that, even if they deserve it, they shouldn't, they don't deserve it at the end of the day. Like, you got to be able to still control that emotion just a little bit. Um, And, like, drama is another thing for me. I don't know about you guys. Like, <laughs> I, I can't, like, have people, like, go- gossiping is one thing. Even gossiping I don't like either because I'm all about people. Uh, I'm all about thinking, you know, you don't know what this individual's been through. You can't talk shit about Don't talk shit right. about it unless you know. Yeah. Obviously, talking shit is not even good regardless if you do know. But at the end of the day, like, at least give them that, you know, that respect of that. And the respect is the underlying sure, thing. Sure, yeah, too. of course. Um, I guess those are my top three. Top three, top three? Top five, top, top five. five. Top five, top five. I don't got two more. So you guys can <laughs> fill in those blanks. <laughs> what about Ooh, you guys? For me, definitely just like the inability to effectively communicate. Ooh, Whether it's like your emotions. Or, ones out there. Ooh, I can't deal with dry textures. Like I want to know that you like actually want to <laughs> hear oh, about... I don't know, my day or whatever the hell we're talking Through about. multiple <laughs> venues, multiple oh apps. Oh my gosh. Multiple platforms, please. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, I can't, I'm, I don't know. You fucking I, know. What? You know. <laughs> Say it, God You damn know. It. Say it, goddammit. I really appreciate when people know how to communicate and know how to listen and pay attention and I don't know what else, where else was I going to go with that? Just people who are emotionally intelligent and can pick up on how you're feeling and if you're off and are they know how to communicate how they're feeling too. There's nothing more frustrating when there's nothing more frustrating than when someone like kind of holds all of that in and doesn't just let you know how they're feeling. I had to deal Talk with that for a long, long time and I'm just so done with that bullshit. Hell so. yeah. Yeah, she's talking about somebody in particular. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Stay with your chest, girl. Damn. <laughs> 
uh yeah i want to go off of that i kind of like you know i kind of wanted to say something different but i really can't think of anything different we are very social people so i'm going to go down the same route uh i think a deal breaker for me would just be like someone that can't really connect with my friends or like my family yes uh i don't know like it doesn't I, make an effort to yeah because it's like you know I, you can tell when someone's making an effort but yeah. like you can like you you can also tell when it's like the opposite way too like if someone's not making like if someone's not paying enough effort and mm-hmm. like my friends and family are like some of the most like not some of the they are the most important are, people in yeah. my life and especially like you know there are friends that i would sort of expect to like you don't have to give it your all like i said you don't have to connect with them on the highest level but you know you have to connect with them on some level and it's yeah. kind of like if you can't do that it is a red flag to me because it's kind of like they're in your life for a reason and they're not exactly going yeah they're like, always gonna be there like when i look at like you two Obviously, you two, you hold, like, a really big place in my life, so... Aww. Aww. You didn't get paid to say that, by the way. This is sponsored. <laughs> Sid, just vent me when you get a chance, oh, all right? Um, <laughs> truly lemonades. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but, like, if you got... If someone can't connect with, like, my closest friends, it's kind of like... See, these are the people that I connect with, like, the most. So, it's if they, you can't connect with them, it's, there's it kind of goes to show that... You wouldn't be able to connect with you. Wow. That's deep, right? It got really deep. Wow. Yeah. But That's th- there is a discrepancy though, like, then. If yeah. like my friends and my family are the biggest people in my life and you can't find some sort of commonality with them, then that's kind of a hit to me because those are my people. And mm-hmm. if you can't find something to relate with them on, um, then fuck you. <laughs> that's fuck all, that's... you and you. <laughs> that's oh, all but I got to say. Another deal breaker that I realized like recently I realize that, you know, whoever I'm with in the future, they have to love Bollywood music, dude. I'm I was going to say that for you. I was so surprised. I'm you a Ooh, if you're going to bring that up, I have another deal breaker, too. But All you, right. you finish yours. <laughs> I don't, dude, I love Bollywood music. I've been, like, dancing my entire life. I've been singing as of recently. I think some people like my singing, too. So it's kind of like... No, we love you, Tiki. There we go. Uh, Yeah, so it it's kind of like, you know, if I can't, you know, be in my car jamming out to, like, mm. I don't know, what's some, like... Mere Mehboob Mere Sanam. Oh, we're not even going to Arjit Singh. Arjit Singh. Oh, I was even going to cry. There we go. <laughs> yeah, if you can't be jamming out the shit like that, I don't want you. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want you. I don't want you. <laughs> we're on the next one, baby. All right, Alina, your, your big ass mouth of yours. My interrupting, big ass mouth. Interrupting people. Damn. Wait, were you going to say something? No, you interrupted him. You no, did you have another one? No, no I did. Before okay. that. Since is making shit up. All That's right. Cat, well, bro. <laughs> there was this boy that he was just my friend, okay? Just a friend. I did not see him romantically, <laughs> but he liked me a lot. And oh, so he, no, we were texting like what? Like summer of 2019. Oh, this is so funny. What? All you, summer 16. All summer 16. All summer 19. So all basically. Dude was like telling me about his numerous knee injuries. Oh my god. And <laughs> if anyone knows me, I know knee injuries. <laughs> so no no not not because I've had knee injuries, but because <laughs> What do you know about knees, Alina? She be on her knees. Oh my god, shush. No knees, Denise over here. No, oh my god, oh my god. Nah. But basically, I I brought up the fact that I was like, dude, I know what it's like to have a lot of just like, I don't know, devastating knee injuries and not know what's going to happen after that. And just the uncertainty and like wondering like what could have been because dude was like a dancer and he's like, yeah, I wonder what could have happened. I would have had like my senior year on this Bollywood fusion team if I hadn't torn my ACL two times. And I was like, dude, I understand. Huge Bulls fan, you know, Derrick Rose. (laughs) And then dude was like. Who's Derrick Rose? Oh, hell And no. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and, like, it took everything in me to not block that boy on the spot. I was like, yeah. how can you talk to me and not know who Derrick Rose is? That's, like, the biggest deal breaker. Yeah. Sorry. But, yeah, I don't talk to this boy anymore. And, yeah. We don't talk anymore. No, nah, we don't talk anymore. No, nah, I think uh, you guys mentioned your, like, tw- your small, your, your, like, the things you guys like, too. I think, I think, I forgot to mention, I would say, like, dancing is a huge thing, too, for me. I mean, I mean, okay, see. Is, is that really such a big thing, though? <laughs> That's the one thing, right? That's I the... have two left feet. 
I mean, but you're still down to dance, right? I think Always, I, yeah, no. But like, there's if people that are shy If music is on, to. I am moving. That's the thing, right? People are shy to, and like, if again, that's not a huge, it's not a huge uh, deal breaker for me. But yeah. I just want to be mentioned if there's any eligible ladies that like to dance oh. come through. But like, no, I like, I'm the type of person. Even if you're not like, you're too shy to, at least I'll try to bring that out of you. Like, I'll try to bring you to the dance floor, like, have a good time. And that comes back to like my the thing I wanted to mention. I wanted to mention was like. I know. I don't know about you guys. I think we're all the type of people that want that can be homebodies that can leave and do things outdoors too. And that's what I want. I want that balance. I want an individual too that can kind of do both things and kind of if they want those are their nights they want to stay in. I'm down for that too. But they also got to be willing to and wanting to go out too and like experience the world and in adventures and stuff like that. So I think those are the biggest two things that I expect too. Like if we can do both, I think we're in a good place. But I don't know about you guys, but like I'm I can be a I can be a homebody too, right? Like we can be watching Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill type of deal, and then you know go out to the clubs, you know check out check out you know go to Bulls games. Dude, I need to go to a Blackhawks game. That's what I need to go. Me to, so. too. Hey, can I just point happened. out this man really said homebody, but he went straight to Netflix and chill. And then he went to Bulls. That's games. how you. That's how you homebody, right? <laughs> I I do different things at home, bro. Oh, I, I, I do productive things at the home. Body at I'm talking about with your with your person, bro. What do you want to be productive with your person? That's what I thought. No answer. <laughs> I mean, we want to get productive. That's all I know. Reproductive. I forgot. Right. I forgot. <laughs> we're we're uh, two to three truly's in right now, so you know that's where this shit's coming out now. Shit. It's, it's also one twenty a.m., so you know what Lena's thinking right now. Oh, oh my you god! Up? She about to send that you up text. Shut ready? the fuck up. <laughs> On, on which app though? You saying that shit on LinkedIn? New connections about to happen right now. <laughs> connections, huh? I think we covered it, guys. I don't I know. Think, I think no. I think we got everything. We, we are here. We really out here being lost. Honestly, doctors. I'm not gonna lie. This is our fifth take, but at the same time, I feel like this might be our best take. I hope so. It shit sounds like it. And dude. let's hope I don't delete this one. Oh my god! Big, if you bro. do, I swear to God, I'm throwing hey, we you cut out the him damn out. We cut him out. Cutting him out. I won't get not talk. Cutting We're him out. We're kicking him off of friendos. We are cutting him. Kicking him. We only need him the the Quavo and the Offset. Just Quavo and we Offset, don't, baby. We're taking off takeoff. Oh, <laughs> she's a rapper. Just for that, I'm a I'm a walk myself out. <laughs> this is his own house. He's about to walk out. Of. Guys, we're taking off takeoff. Look oh, at me. You I am the captain now. I never freeze. <laughs> but anyways, I think yeah, that's a, that's a good point to end our topic. But we also got to do our uh, weekly little segment. Uh, I was saying we can honestly we can just uh, repeat what we did last time because I think that was a really really good one too. What was it? Oh damn, you don't remember? We going this from is truly number three. <laughs> I think we went okay. So the last time we recorded, I'm pretty sure we did Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, and Bam. Ooh. But we're gonna go to the OG Miami big three: Ooh. LeBron. Did we do this already? Chris Bausch. Yeah, we already did it, um, but we're doing it again, bitch. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> Let me finish. Hey, run it back. Three feet. <laughs> All right, I'm going to restart. We're going to the big three Miami original. Wow, I did not say that in the right words at the, all. <laughs> the original. You sound like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> the right words I did not say. <laughs> you must think, little one. <laughs> Anyways, Miami big three, the OG one, though, the 2011 big three. So we're going uh, LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Chris Bosch. <laughs> All right, so Raptor. Yeah, there we go. Start making Velociraptor sounds. <laughs> and then, you know what it D-Wade. Flash. Flash. So, I think last Wade. time. I'll, I mean, I can just start it out. I think okay. last time what we kind of said was, uh, so we we just gave, Ali, we gave Alina the leader position just <sighs> out of fear. Out of fear? She's scary, bro. Are you, oh, my. You're so, afraid of me? Scary. Are you really afraid of me? Big body. A little. Damn. But Alina gets <laughs> Alina definitely gets LeBron James in my book. But then I think I get D Wade. Cause I'm flash. Flashy. <laughs> I'm flashy. Nah, but I think okay, no, but like in all seriousness, I think like Alina does lead the group really well. Mm. I think I also am kind of like a serious one that kind of takes the backseat. But you know, I still do the I, I still do the work out here and I kinda give the assists out here. Chris Bosch doesn't do shit. That's why he said what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Ew, what was that? <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but no, like you know, Chris Bosch, he was there. He did it. He did a lot of work there. too, and he's a he's a goofy one too. Y'all have seen the interviews with Chris Bosch. It's coming out of nowhere, putting on those like goofy ass faces. You know, that no one's... one LeBron interview where he just stands up and he makes that like dirty from face. out of nowhere, right? Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's and, like, it. Every That's damn exactly said. Snapchat video, whatever I've ever taken. 
I feel like I have more snaps of Sid than I do of anyone. Yeah, same. I have like a whole archive of just Sid. At that point, it's kind of like, yeah, like Sid has to be Chris Bosh then, right? Yeah. He's a meme. He's a walking meme. So I think like Alina and I are on the same page here. Sid, what's your take? (laughs) I mean, I do agree. Uh, I am the comic relief at times. I mean, I I guess I'm always the comic relief. Always, yeah. Not even at times. Yeah, to be honest, like, I don't know what it is, but um, shit, if that means to be uh, the raptor himself, Chris Bosh, then I will be Chris Bosh. I'm gonna do whatever y'all need me to do. I'm Chris Bosh is bro. underrated as hell too. Oh, y'all like think I'm they de- Yeah, dude, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna do all the dirty work if need be. I mean, I'm gonna get those boards. Board man gets paid, as Kawhi said. Um, now, if I remember right at all, I'm I like I remember those games when like you know I really wanted I hated Miami back then. Yeah, so whenever Miami too. was like you know they're on the verge of losing, mm-hmm. but they would always pass it to Chris. Bosh mm-hmm. on the baseline and he would knock down that he jumper comes and in I clutch. hated him for that but yeah. he was always so reliable mm-hmm. like he he took that backseat role but you know damn well that he was always there to produce like he would always be reliable you can count on him to come through and I think Sid is that person and Sid's goofy as hell but you know yeah. that's my guy I would always rely on He's him consistent. to come through whenever oh, I need it so oh, you're gassing me up. so before we get too soft here oh. I think it's a good time to end <laughs> Yeah, you heard it here from the big three themselves, bro. Wow. From Wade County. Wade County. Hey, that's me. Damn. Oh. Now this makes me want to like visit Miami, man. We got to go take a Let's trip to Miami. Let's all go. Like, hey, I always wanted to visit. 2021, year of the travels. <laughs> year of the travels. He roasted Sid. Um, literally everywhere he goes, he looks like he's already dressed up to go to Miami. <laughs> I'm always a tropical attire. Dude, okay. Dude Sid always wears floral shirts. <laughs> Tight ass jeans and Ooh, like a gold you chain. Tight, you know some tight jeans. Hey, Sid, I'd be staring at your <laughs> Even booty. Even if we don't, Dude, we don't notice do you the not jeans. stare at no, Sid's every time. ass? Okay. I don't gotta stare, bro. It just comes in my face. Oh, <laughs> it stares it comes us in, in the my face. face. Dude, over the summer in quarantine, me, Rithika, and Sid would go on long walks. And I would purposely walk behind both oh, of them. <laughs> I'm not all about being ogled. <laughs> He's now being make that motherfucker hammer time. Like. Oh my god. Pay to see, baby. Pay to see. Wobbly, yeah. wobbly, Sid, wop. Wobble, Sid got a wobble. dump truck. Hey, all I know is, if you guys want to know, I'll put that workout routine down, which is really no working out. It's just me sitting on your ass a lot. Damn. That's why my booty real thick right now. Oh, God. Hey, body, yaddy, 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 Booty. Booty down. But, all right. Um, before we, uh, we will include the workout routine on our next episode. Dude, low-key, we should. We should start... <laughs> Start working out. I mean, Akil's already been working out. Yeah, you guys don't. I gotta work start out. working out. I do. You know, I do Pilates every day. All right, so Sid does not work uh, out, so, so we can't have so this episode. Sid, hey, that's why I'm booty thick. Sid got mad cake. Though, that's why I got so. cake for. Days. You don't gotta work out when you got cake like that. True. Dude, I got that's holding the whole booty. You got that tiramisu. <laughs> oh my god! Before he fucking assaults me right now, <laughs> let's end this episode. Woo. Let's let's call it right here, guys. Let's say goodbye to our fans and see them on the next episode, guys. All right, friendos. Friendos, signing out, baby. Signing out. Signing off. Hopefully this episode reaches you guys before I delete it. Mm